Johnson. I just basically took 50 fake cents in auction value and flushed it. And all I had to do was wait a half hour, and I wouldn't have done it. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Evan DSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. According to their official website, the Cleveland Browns have traded running back Duke Johnson to the Houston Texans in exchange for a conditional fourth-round pick that could become a third-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. 49ers general manager John Lynch told KMBR Radio in San Francisco that Nick Bosa has a significant ankle sprain and will miss the rest of the preseason. Lynch said the hope is that Bosa will be ready for their week one game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In the NBA, in his first interview since rupturing his Achilles tendon in Game 5 of the NBA Finals in June, Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant said, he does not hold the Golden State Warriors accountable for his injury. And in baseball, the New York Yankees and Chicago White Sox will play a game at the famed Field of Dreams in Iowa on August 13th of next season. A temporary 8,000-seat ballpark will be built at the site where the 1989 movie starring Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones was filmed. I'm Chris Pavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, nice little trade there for the Cleveland Browns and Houston Texans. We've got Duke Johnson going to the Houston Texans. Yeah, and we know that he wanted to get traded for a while now, and we kept speculating, okay, where can he go? And then it looked like it wouldn't happen, but once Deonta Foreman was released, the Texans obviously felt they wanted to get a more experienced running back in that backfield alongside Lamar Miller. And, you know, the Browns just waited out, waited out. It's a fourth-round pick right now, but if Duke Johnson appears in 10 games, then it becomes a third-round pick, which is a pretty good price. So Browns did it right. They waited it out, and now uh, Duke Johnson uh, going to the Texans. Well, if you think about it, the Texans really traded Dante Foreman for Duke Johnson. And, you know, they were talking, the Texans were saying, oh, Foreman was a good receiver. Duke Johnson's a really good receiver. And if I'm a Lamar Miller owner, I am genuinely scared right now. I think Duke Johnson could take this job and run with it. I agree, and I don't really see anyone saying that. It might take a few weeks, but look, I didn't want to draft Lamar Miller anyway. Even when Foreman was gone, people were getting excited. I'm like, why, guys? Like, this is not a winning pick. You can tell me all you want about the volume that Lamar Miller's going to get. Look what he did last year. Okay, he had volume last year. He missed two games playing 14. That's not winning you a championship. Now, maybe in your home league, if you take him as your RB3, fine. But, like, in the high-stakes leagues, it's not, he's not winning you anything. You don't feel good about that pick. That's not an upside pick. So, people started to boost him up, and I'm like, okay, take him. I'm still not interested. And I think it hurts him big time. Lamar Miller only had 25 receptions last year on 35 targets, so they didn't throw to the ball to him much anyway. Now, he's going to basically probably catch nothing. It's going to be all Duke Johnson. And Duke Johnson can be a three-down back. He hasn't received the opportunity at the NFL level. We know how he was used in college at Miami. But, yeah, and, and Duke Johnson was so cheap in drafts. And, unfortunately, I didn't get any Duke Johnson. Uh, he was going so late. And, again, another benefit of drafting early. If you, you drafted Duke Johnson. Oh, saying, 13th, hey, 14th round. Yeah. So, if you drafted him saying, hey, look, it's bleak right now, but he's going to get traded or he could go to a better situation. I mean, look, it's a boost for him. 
Uh, Lamar Miller, I think it hurts for sure. So, uh, yes. and, and I, I was talking to people recently, and I think it may have been one of my articles. Oh, it was in my sleep article that was on SI. Kiki Kuti, and I believe was part of this. The Texans are changing their offense. They are going to go to a more quick react throwing offense. You've got Kuti, you've got Fuller, you've got Duke Johnson, you've got DeAndre Hopkins. I, I think this is not a ground and pound team anymore. I think they're going to let Roth Watson roll out. I, I would say Duke Johnson, my over under for him, Ronas, is 60 receptions, and I might take the over. Yeah, I, you know, I'm interested to see because, you know, QT kind of ran a lot of those running back routes that Duke Johnson will run. So that's going to be an interesting contrast. Now, they don't utilize the tight end that much, so I think no. that will help. I think it's also insurance, too, because you got to understand that QT and Fuller really do have some injury histories here. And we saw without them last year, it just wasn't the same. So now if one of them goes down, you know, you basically plug in Duke Johnson and you really don't lose much. So either way, it's stock up for Duke Johnson. It's stock down for Lamar Miller, who I still, even with the news over the – I just – I didn't move him up. I mean, I just – Ronis, Ronis, if there were 100 pick. drafts, I'm, I kid you not. If there were 100 drafts, do you know how many, how many shares of Lamar Miller I would have? Zero. Same Zero. See, Zero. This is, this is the problem, okay? People do this all the time. Yes, volume is important, and people were saying, well, Foreman's gone. There's no one else in that backfield. We knew they would do something. We didn't know it would be a trade. But they look at it and say, oh, look at all the volume Lamar Miller's getting. Okay, great. You're happy with 12, 13, 14 points a week? He has no ceiling. He doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. He hasn't reached 1,000 yards rushing in the last two years. He got banged up down the stretch last year. It, it's an offense that's just not going to – it's a good offense, but they're not going to give him the ball all the time. He's not going to score double-digit touchdowns. Don't you want at least a ceiling? Where Like, don't you want – we talked about this. Don't you want, like, a breakout pick where Lamar yeah. Miller is going? See, Duke Johnson, to me, is a breakout pick. I would think this guy – I'll give him 80 to 100 rushing attempts and – 55 to 65 receptions. So pretty darn good player. How many rushing attempts you said? 80 to 100. Okay. It could even be more, man. Five a game? Five? You know, five. it could be more, but I'll, I'll go with five a game, but it could be 10 a game, which would make it up to 160. I think Alfred Blue had 170 touches in his offense last year. Remember, for a while, they were going to Blue a little bit more. Well, because Lamar Miller stinks. And he was banged I, up. He missed yeah. two games. Look, I don't th honestly, I, I really believe what I'm going to say here. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen the true Duke Johnson yet. No, we haven't. Nobody's ever utilized him the right way. Hugh Jackson was like, oh, they threatened to use him the right way, but they never used him the right way. And think of the efficiency that Duke Johnson put up on a bad Cleveland team. He had 74 receptions two years ago. Remember, this was a bad Cleveland offense for yeah. a long time. It recently just changed. Duke Johnson's very efficient. He's very prolific at catching the ball backfield. You just if have he's to... if he's my second running back, I'm ecstatic. You, and you're going to be able to get him as your three. He's not going to shoot up that far. I mean, right? I, I think he shoots up to about eight, seventh, eighth round. Is that fair? I, I like among eighth round the, in the thirties among running backs, right? Well, let's see. I'm looking at the board from last night. So, would you, I'm just giving you guys? Would you take him before Royce Freeman or after? Uh, I think I would take. Freeman, Geis before or after? I I'm I've been passing on. Look, I I don't. What do you think about? Because I love Geis's talent. You know, I was drafting him last year before right. the injury. I don't want that team. I don't want I, Eric. Fla any just, team that has Eric Flowers has no nobody. No, no doctor on those guys. Yeah, it just it the uh, it sucks, and you know, don't know his health. So yeah, I think I'd take Duke over him. If Rashad Penny's going in seven, Lamar Miller was going in seven. Jordan Howard's going in seven. I think Duke goes in eight or nine. Yeah. 
which is fine. I mean, you, that's probably going to be your RB3. Yeah. I, and in look, some, if, some I, cases, I think you, it'll yeah. be RB4 for some teams. The problem, though, my only big problem with Duke Johnson is he could be a little bit of Tariq Cohen, where he's going to be a better best ball player than weekly player, but there's still an upside for him to be a good weekly player. Well, and I still think there's a chance that Maybe maybe he doesn't surpass Lamar Miller, but makes it at least an even split. You know, because the coaching staff has displayed confidence in Lamar Miller as much as we they haven't really done anything to address the running back position for a couple of years now. That's true. All right, we've talked about the Texan side. What about the Cleveland Brown side? Who does it help? We'll let you know when we return right, right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas. And you can check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONAS50. And we'll get you 50% off your first two months. It's a deal that can't be beat because we're going to help you not get beat in your fantasy football leagues. So that's fulltimefantasy.com. ROTO50 or RONAS50. That's where you want to be. All right, Adam. Last night, there was an online championship. Let's break down the board. I told people we'd go over their teams, you know, make people cry. It's a nice day for make people cry, right? It's a Thursday. See if the cops are coming because some of these picks are so bad. we got to arrest people. All right. First round, Saquon McCaffrey-Kamara. The fourth pick was Hopkins, then Adams, then Zeke. Surprised to see Zeke going six? No, I think people are starting to get really worried because he's still not there. So... Uh, you know, people are beginning to think, wow, this could last a little bit longer. I don't want to take that risk on an early pick. So I think uh was going over the data yesterday. This is definitely the latest he's gone. We've seen other drafts where he's went fifth, but uh, first time seeing him go sixth. And again, I think the Le'Veon Bell thing from last year is scaring people. I know the situation is different, but, you know, I think people are a little bit more leery now and they don't want to risk taking that pick early. And then Zeke sits out for a few games, if not more. All right, David Johnson goes seven, Le'Veon Bell eight, Tyree Kill nine, Michael Thomas ten, Julio Jones Roto eleven, Juju Smith Schuster twelve, and that team follows it up with Todd Gurley. I think that's a pretty that's as early as I've seen Gurley go in a while. Yeah, um, we had Taz on yesterday, and we had a spirited debate because we disagree. He is uh, pro Gurley. I am not, uh, and you know, I guess maybe. Could it be the news that he participated in a joint practice? I don't know, but I still am not taking Gurley in that spot. And I had an opportunity, and we're the same way. We say something, we do it in our draft. So in Flex Draft League on Friday, I had pick seven. When I got to round two, Todd Gurley was there. I didn't take him. I passed on him. I just That's what I've been speaking about. And look, if I'm wrong, I'll fully admit it. I'm just I think th- this team made a big mistake. He could have had Juju and Beckham, dude. I'd love to be starting with those two guys. Yeah, I would too. That's uh, that's what I would do for sure. You know, you and look and look at the running backs. You know, they're you, when you get to rounds three and four. Yeah, there's some question marks and flaws with the running backs, but there are actually a couple of them that actually have some potential to really outperform the ADP. So we've talked about it that you can start your draft picking at the end with two wide receivers, two elite wide receivers, and come back and still get some decent running backs. 
Yeah, Travis Kelsey went next, then Beckham, then Dalvin Cook, then Mike Evans. James Conner fell. We've seen him go anywhere from like 10, and this is the middle of the second round. Joe Mixon came next, Adam. This is the latest I've seen Mixon go in drafts. Yeah, look, I love Mixon, the talent. I know people are concerned about the offense. I still think he's going to get a ton of touches, even last year with no A.J. Green and no Andy Dalton. He still put up solid numbers. But I guess people are looking at saying the ceiling is lowered a little bit if you think the offense is going to struggle. But I don't mind getting Mixon, oh, especially as my RB2, and uh, that's what this team did. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't say Mixon's a target of mine, but I'll take him. You know, I'll take him, you know, early second round. And if he's going to fall to mid-second round and I need a running back, I don't mind taking him because the oh, bottom is going to be there. Zeke and Mixon, a good start. All right, the next pick was Nick Chubb. So let's talk a little bit about that. We mentioned Duke Johnson's leaving. Nick Chubb is guaranteed a lot of touches, at least until Kareem Hunt comes back. I think this trade bumps up Hunt's value, and I think it bumps up Nick Chubb's value. I think it does. A, I mean, I don't know. I was already high on him anyway. Like, I think people were, you know, worried about Kareem Hunt. And I, we'll worry about that when it happens, because what if Chubb is rolling along and this offense is playing well? What if they're 6-2? and two? Are you really just going to chop? Chubbs touches. No, but he's gonna, but he's going to play. But he, I mean, That's Kareem fine. Hunt is going to get you know ten touches a game. That's good touch the ball ten times. I mean, Chubb could still get fifteen to eighteen. Uh, Chubb can catch the football, which is that's the frustrating part. If you remember, he made a really nice catch in the end zone last year for a touchdown. I mean, Dontrell Hilliard has had a good training camp, so he becomes the backup now. Someone you could look at late. I'm interested to see how much they use him on third down. I would think Chubb is there on the field on more third down situations. So I was already taking him anyway like I took him in the flex draft after starting Devontae Adams at pick seven I came back and got Nick Chubb and that was the target I wanted either Dalvin Cook or Chubb Cook went one pick before me and I was very happy to get Chubb and that was a half point PPR where I think he gets even a little bit more of a boost so I mean yeah you, you can move him up a little bit uh, I mean, I liked him anyway. I thought people yeah. were. Discounting I mean, look, him I'm so not much. moving this guy up uh, to the to number right. 13, but he's certainly a fixture in in the, in the second round. I mean, it's certainly yeah, definitely a early second round. Yeah. I mean, you could make a case for him late first if you wanted to, but uh, you know, I already I only moved him up one spot in my running back rankings because I already had him as an RB one. All right, Antonio Brown went next, then Keenan Allen, Roto, Kerryon Johnson, and Adam Thielen. This is the second time we've seen Kerryon Johnson go in round two, Adam. It looks like the high-stakes drafters are not playing around. They want to get their guy. Man, it sucks. I loved getting him in the mid to late third round, man. But this is an example that we talk about all the time. You know, a little bit of news happens. Theo Riddick gets cut, and boom. Johnson moves up because now people think, okay, you know, he's going to catch a lot more passes. And he was good last year. He caught three, two passes last year, and he missed some games. So he should get 50 to 60 receptions. This is an offense that wants to run a ball. And carry on was impressive when he was on the field last year. So uh, RB12, is, I think that's about where I got him. Yeah, I got, actually, yeah, I got him as an RB1. So um, I, I, I don't disagree with it. As we go through this draft, there are a lot of good roster constructions here. I don't know if you've been watching. There are some teams here I really like what they did. So let's first break it down. Team one, the Ithaca Bombers, go Barkley, Thielen, Hilton, Mike Williams, Ridley, Miles Sanders, Sammy Watkins, Najoku, Freeman, Peyton Barber, Crowder, Goff. I, I love that start, dude. Barkley, Sanders, Freeman, Thielen, Hilton, Williams, Ridley, Watkins. Man, that's a good team. I mean, that's what I do when I pick one. I've said it numerous times, a lot of times in the top four. And again, it all depends on who's there. But the basic blueprint is I got my stud running back. I am going to load up on receivers after that. I just think it works. And out I, love you know, I love Miles Sanders. I love Miles Sanders, though. And, 
And round six, that's a guy that we're probably going to see rise to a lot of positive things coming out of camp. I know some people are still leery because they look at Philadelphia and say, oh, well, look at Doug Peterson. You know, uh, talent can change that. If they if Sanders is that best back and he continues to look good, yeah, they traded for Jordan Howard. But, yeah, they didn't know uh, how good Sanders was going to be. So, yeah, Howard will be mixed in there. But eventually, I think, at some point this season, which we see with some rookie running backs, Sanders is going to be the guy. And I think someone that you want on your fantasy team. And round six, good spot, especially to pair him with Barkley. Because, again, that's what I try to do is I get that elite running back, and I'm just going to take different shots at my RB2 because I know I'm going to load up my team with wide receivers. So I like the roster construction. Uh, round eight. Mike, let me ask you a question. Go... Let me ask you a question here, though. Let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. Do you love Jared Goff as your quarterback? Do you love him as your one as your well, guy here's in round the thing. 12? Here, here's the thing. I know he tailed off late last year, and I don't have Goff ranked as high as others. But if you are going to rank Cooks, Woods, and Cup all as top 25 receivers, how does Goff not get there? Right, then Goff has to be good. No, I agree right? with you. Okay. Right? I just don't know whether I, – I think I would have taken famous Jameis. Oh, so would I. Goff. I mean, oh, so would I. I have – Winston ranked higher. Yeah, I would have went with a different quarterback, but I understand. And like, look, it, the argument I made just makes sense. I mean, if you think all those guys no, it's are going to excel, it was my argument about not? Eli Manning last year. It's, it was my Eli Manning same argument. Thing, it's the same thing with Winston. Everyone loves Evans, right. Godwin, and OJ Howard. Okay, so how does Winston not perform then? You can't have those guys all ranked that high without the quarterback getting there. All right, Team Two had a different roster makeup. He goes McCaffrey, carry on to Damian Williams. Cooks, O.J. Howard, Allison Samuel, Aaron Rodgers, Moncrief, Singletary, Hyde. So I love the running backs. McCaffrey, on Johnson, Williams, Singletary, Hyde. I'm good with that. Cooks, Allison Samuel, Moncrief. Is that good enough? I'm not sure it's good enough. You need them all to hit. They all have the potential to do it, but I, I think I don't like the Williams pick. I mean, first of all, Williams. Who would you have taken instead? A- Who would you have taken instead? I would have won a receiver, Diggs. probably Diggs, Diggs or Cooper. Yeah, I, why is Cooper falling so late in drafts? Why would what if this guy goes McCaffrey, Johnson, Cooper? His team is much better. Look, let, let's talk Cooper, okay? And I don't want people to say, "Oh, I'm a homer because I'm a Cowboys fan," because you know I'm not. But here's the thing with Cooper: people who are talking about Cooper's consistency, his years with the Raiders, it means nothing now. He's not he's not playing with Carr anymore. Did we see what he did with Dak Prescott last year? And that was just coming over, learning the playbook, getting acclimated to him. It's I don't care about the years with the Raiders. It's a new offense. He clearly is happy. I don't there. blame Derek Carr for Cooper, though. By the way, I don't blame Derek Carr. I blame the, the, I the coaching think, staff. I don't think they used him properly. I don't think Carr is that good, but that's a different story. Did you watch Hard Knocks? Did he look like he sucked yeah, to I you? Did. I don't think he's. Good. You did? You thought I he sucked? Don't. He doesn't get players better. I just don't think so. He's not a quarterback that anticipates guys getting open. He waits for them to get open. Interesting. All right, we'll talk more about these teams in this draft when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
All right, the 2019-20 NFL season is here with a slate of gems. And you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer will become one of the countless number of people of won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. So head on over and check out their tools for football, baseball, golf, basketball, hockey, sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DF winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION. DailyRoto.com, my favorite tagline, where millionaires are made. I love that. Just gets right to the point, Ronis. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. Uh, everyone has a dream of winning at least a million dollars, if not more. Yeah, I do. I know I do. All right, Team 3, getting back to last night's online championship, starts, this, here's this team, Kamara, Keenan Allen, Fournette, Michelle, A.J. Green, David Montgomery, Sterling Shepard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Vance McDonald, Tyra Williams, Matt Ryan. Here's my problem. Michelle could be an injury risk. Green is already injured. Shepard's already injured. Montgomery's not a sure thing. There's so many question marks in this team. I'm nervous. Yeah, even the later picks, I don't like a lot of them either. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't build my team this way. Like, Sony Michelle, to me, I, I, don't, I don't see it in PPR. Uh, he already has the knee issue, had the procedure in the offseason. I know he's fine now, but, you know, just go look at his game logs. We know the Patriots are game plan specific so there are going to be games where they say you know what we match up way better passing the ball we're not going to run that much today and that's when Michelle gives you a 13 for 57 game and he doesn't catch the ball I understand they have been saying yeah they've been throwing the ball to him I want to see that during the game because when you have James White why are you going to start all of a sudden throwing the ball to Michelle unless you do it on first and second down when he's in there yeah of course Michelle's going to finish off a lot of drives maybe he gets double digit touchdowns but on a week to week basis He's not worth the fourth-round pick. And then when you couple in the injuries, I am surprised that A.J. Green is really not falling that far, man. I just can't. Why? I'm not taking five? him. No. Are, yeah. how, you're not taking Boyd or Allen Robinson or Cup or anybody over I'm A.J. Not, Green? I'm not taking A.J. Green in round no. five as your wide receiver, two. Now, I will say this. Uh, flex draft I did on Friday, I got A.J. Green around nine. Okay? Wow. Oh, that, now, that's fine. That's well, good. He, and he, here's the other thing, Doc. We have IR spots. So you know what I'm going to do? First right. wave of wire period comes, put them on IR, and get someone else. Because we all, know, we all know since the draft, uh, the draft is about a month before the season, there's going to be a player or two that we're not talking about that all of a sudden moves up that I'll go get on waivers because we all know we need to cut someone week one. I don't have to. I'll put Green on IR. I had no designs of taking him. But in that draft, he was my – we start three receivers. So he's essentially, I guess, kind of my flex. So I'm not relying on him. Here's the difference. You, you you don't want to rely on A.J. Green as the base of your team. You are doing this here. And we don't know, is he going to miss one game, two? Could it be a month? Could he come back and not be effective? It's a risky pick. I am not doing it in round five. All right. The next team here did something that I think a lot of people, the mistake that a lot of people make. This team starts Hopkins and Antonio Brown. I'm good with that. Then Zach Ertz. That's fine. Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Tevin Coleman. Then it's Emmanuel Sanders, Eric Ebron, Ronald Jones, and Funches. Then Drew Brees. So besides the fact I hate Drew Brees, you know that. So do you I. Start out with, you hate him. You start out with Hopkins and Brown, and then you abandon receiver 
for the next, I don't know, short while, and then you're going Sanders and Funches, you just took an advantage and you created a disadvantage. Yeah, I really, there's a, a lot of problems here for this team. All right, if you're going to take Ertz around three, why are we taking Ebron around eight? I mean, I, yeah. I just don't think Ebron does what he did last year. And maybe maybe Doyle's not healthy. I, I think Doyle, all reports are, seem to be that he's fine. Doyle was on the field way more than Ebron. I just don't see Ebron repeating last year, and they added a lot of weapons. So I know you can flex the tight end, but I don't want to do that when you already have Ertz. Sanders in round seven? Really? I know the reports have been positive, and he's back, but he's 31, 32 coming off this Achilles tear in an offense that is, doesn't project to be great with Joe Flacco there. You, you really want to take Sanders as uh, your wide receiver three in this format? Ronald Jones, we have no idea if he's going to be good or not. So, and and then Breeze as the QB eight. Oh, yeah, man. it's just terrible. I mean, this team is just misguided. But I'm telling you, people out there, if you start out with two good receivers, your inclination is like, oh, I got two good guys. Let me get running backs. No, build your strength. Build your strength. I, I attack your weaknesses, but don't forget your strengths. You no, started see, out with Hopkins and Brown, dude. See, a lot of teams are going to do this, and you got you can't fall into the trap. And it goes back to what I was saying, picking number one. You got that stud running back. Don't even worry about running back this way. Now, this team did the opposite. So what happens is when you start off with the two wide receivers, you're like, oh, in your back of your head, you're like, oh, my running backs aren't good. My running backs aren't good. And then what happens? You go Lindsey, Ingram, and Coleman. You don't need to do that. You got, yeah, we start, yeah, now your running backs aren't good again. Yeah, <laughs> They're still not good. You have all question marks across the board there with those. Now, yeah. maybe one of them hits, maybe two, but there's a, a lot of downside there as well. And in this format, too, you start two receiver, uh, three receivers and two flags. You can play five receivers, which a lot of people do in this format because it's PPR. All right, the next guy is my friend Matt. He, he always asks me to critique his draft, so let me see if I can go easy on him. Devontae Adams and Chubb takes Melvin Gordon in three. So let's just break that down. Oh, well, let me go through it. DJ Moore, Pat Mahomes in five. Eckler, Penny, Gallup, Henderson, James Washington, Kareem Hunt, Burton, Hawkinson. So here's my issues here. I think I pass on Melvin Gordon when I can get a Diggs or an Aaron Jones, a guy who I like just there. I don't know if I needed to do that. And then the Mahomes pick, I get the Mahomes pick. I get it. I just don't want to be the guy making it. And then I just don't know later on. I think he passed up Tyrell Williams for James Washington. I think Williams would have been a much better pick there. Uh, Williams' role is more solidified. I mean, I understand what people are doing with Washington. I mean, it appears Dante Moncrief is ahead of him right now. But people are looking for a piece of that Pittsburgh offense because they have over 200 targets vacated from last season. So... Uh, it's round 10. I can't fault him for that. Uh, it's close. I mean, Williams is a good wide receiver, and who knows if Antonio Brown misses times, then he becomes the number one. Uh, All right, so let's get back to Melvin Gordon. You're taking Gordon, Aaron Jones, or Diggs. You're on the cl Ronus on the clock. Go. Well, with Adams and Chubb, I'm probably going wide receiver. I do like Aaron Jones, and I did take him in that Raz Bowl league, but this was a couple weeks ago. But I am a little bit concerned that he's still not there because of the hamstring issue he's had. MCL problems. He, durability has been a real issue. There's no doubting his talent. He's averaged 5.5 yards per carry in his career. I'm worried about Gordon, man. And look, we could look back and be like, he was brilliant. Gordon's back week one. 
I don't know, man. This is a situation with Gordon. I could see him sitting out nine, ten games. I know. I, and I, I like him. Gordon. I love I, him, but come on. In the flex draft on, on, on Friday, he went as the RB20. I passed on him in round three and four. I would, I, I would pass on three right now. I just would. And let's get – I mean, I don't want to belabor the Mahomes thing. He's the best quarterback. I get it. I don't want him in five. I know somebody else will do it. I just don't want to do it in five. All right, next team has a very nice construction here for me. Zeke, Mixon, Aaron Jones, James White. Then he comes back with Boyd, Robbie Anderson, and Corey Davis, Jared Cook, Golden Tate, Baker Mayfield, John Brown, Damian Harris, Chase Edmonds. Of course, he takes two defenses, which ruins this entire draft. You freaking idiot. But up to that point, he was good. 14 and 60, we're taking defenses, man. I Oh my! His draft up to that point, I really liked. I, I I'm a little surprised because I don't see you starting a draft with four straight running backs. You would do it. I mean, I know it again. I'm not against have... it when it's Zeke and Mixon and Jones and White. Those guys all catch the ball. I mean, that's there's nothing. You're not going to lose a league because of that. And then Boyd, Anderson, Davis, and Tate are good. Yeah, I mean Tate obviously the four game suspension, so that hurts a little bit. Uh. John Brown, it's going to be tough to rely on week in, week Look, out. could Zeke have 60 catches if he played? Mixon yeah. could have 50. Aaron Jones could have 50. White could have 60. So he's got guys who can do both. I, so I, it's, I don't think this team is dead in the water. But when you take two defenses, you're dead in the water. Well, okay, so you have four running backs. So you're probably, if it plays out like you want, you're flexing the two running backs. So you only have to start three receivers. So Boyd, Correct. Anderson, Correct. Corey Davis, not Done. terrible. So Tate, he can afford to have on the bench. Obviously, things are going to go wrong. There'll be injuries. There's matchups. But just going into the season, looking at it like that. Um, yeah, it's okay. It, it's fine. I don't, I don't see myself constructing a roster like that, but I think it can't work. I mean, especially if Zeke is back for week one. Uh, if Zeke Aaron, is back, this team is much is very dangerous, Adam. It's very dangerous. Espe- yeah, except Robbie Anderson is interesting. I saw something from Mike Clay. Do you see who he's got covering him this oh, year? Oh, his corners this year? Yeah, ridiculous, oh, man. I oh, know, oh, dude. I I think I got off Robbie Anderson because he didn't have one. He didn't have one easy matchup. Yeah, I mean, he is that speed guy though. That you know, he can. All it takes is one play for him to get past an elite corner, which is possible. But yeah, if you look at that matchups of corners he has to face it is not friendly at all yeah. all right next team here david johnson james connor Diggs, godwin allen robinson hunter henry dd Westbrook, anthony miller brider balage jack doyle mckinnon goddard big ben debo trubisky so i like johnson and connor love the receivers but god forbid johnson or connor get hurt bride and balage i think i'm a little nervous there uh, for sure. I mean, I understand why he took him. You know, Breda obviously could be the RB uh, backup right now to Coleman. Obviously, McKinnon was just activated from the pup list. Uh, he did draft McKinnon as well. Uh, I mean, look, if John three tight ends, dude, enough. three tight ends. Yeah, I again, I don't, I don't like that. Look, I like Doyle, I like Goddard, but again, it's roster construction. And it just, I do like the, the Diggs, it. Godwin, Robinson, Henry, Westbrook. That's a nice little combo right there. Oh, it is. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. It's, and I like, even Anthony Miller. I think Anthony Miller could take a big step up. He played with one shoulder last year. Do you think he takes a big step up this year? I think he does. I think he's so talented. And he, he said, he's like, I was playing with one shoulder. Remember, All he had right, the surgery. We'll, we'll keep on going through this draft. Up next, the Harry, Mary, Monks. Do we like Chris's team? We'll let you know right after this. Smart, smart, smart. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we are back. I want you guys, and we tell you this every day, I want you to go to playffwc.com. And if you go there right now, you will see that tonight at 8 p.m., there's a starter best ball draft. Uh, there's a starter full season draft at 11. And there's an online championship tonight at 11 p.m. You going to play in that one, Ronis? You up that late? I am up that late. I know you are up that late. And I know the good news is there are going to be some beat Adam Ronas drafts coming up soon. Yes. Uh, New Jersey is legal now. So if you are playing in the state of New Jersey and you were waiting and you wanted to participate, you can do it now. So head on over to playffwc.com and sign up today. The first beat Dr. Roto online championship will be Saturday, August 17th, Ronas, at 10 p.m. I'm looking forward to it. So if you want to sign up, it's at playffwc.com. I have two words for you. Bring it. That's all I have to That's say. That's right. Like the rock. That's right. Just bring <laughs> it. Just bring it, Ronis. All right. Let's take a look at the Harry Mary Monks. Le'Veon Bell, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, Kenyon Drake, Cortland Sutton, Tony Pollard, Kyler Murray, Paris Campbell, Dion Lewis. So I'm going to talk about two things here. Firstly, I told Chris I wouldn't have taken Woods over Cooper. And then secondly, I want to get to Tony Pollard. So let's break down Woods over Cooper. I think I take a number one on Dallas over a number two in L.A. Oh, yeah, I would take Cooper over Woods, too. I mean, Woods had a high floor last year. He was consistent. But, you know, we saw how that offense changed in Dallas with Cooper there. And I know he had some games that were not great. Of course, he had that explosive game over 200 yards. But, again, consider he came into the – team in the middle of the year learning a new playbook working with a new quarterback now he gets the entire offseason to me he clearly is happy there and you know we talk about it there there is the human element to it that I think we overlook a lot but we all know this when you're at a place and you're unhappy it's got to affect your work habits it's just not it's natural I mean Duke Johnson they didn't want to be in Cleveland I mean it was clear he requested a trade you know Duke Johnson has not been practicing since the first two days of training camp with a hamstring injury, you know? Is <laughs> I mean, it a quote-unquote quote unquote exactly. hamstring injury? Come yeah. on. Now he's going to go to the Texans this week. He's going to I'm feeling good, fun. dude. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Cooper wanted to be there. You could tell from his comments. He just was not happy in Oakland. Uh, Dallas has high aspirations. So, look, and he's going to get the bulk of the targets. You know, it's – yeah, Gallup is going to get his, and Gallup's targets went up with Cooper there, but – uh, that's a guy they're going to target, and you're hearing a lot that Dallas has become a little bit more creative in their offense with Kellen Moore calling the plays. Their, their offense has been so vanilla over the last couple of years. I've said it over and over. A couple of years ago when they had success, they were basically bullies. They are like, all right, we're just going to run Zeke, and you're not going to stop him. And then when teams made adjustments or Zeke got stopped, they were different they headlights. Right. They, they had no anything. idea what right. to do. Right. So I think that will change a little bit. They needed to get more creative. Well, let's talk about Tony Pollard here. So when I spoke to Chris earlier today, I said, look, this is either a great pick and you're a genius or it's a terrible pick and you ruin your draft. Because if Zeke doesn't come back for the first 10 weeks, Tony Pollard is, could be a very good player. 
But if Zeke signs tomorrow, you just wasted uh, 299 bucks. Uh, Where are you on Pollard? Oh, I like, dude. I mean, I took him in the Scott Fish Bowl. Uh, so that was the draft uh, over a month ago. I took him in the flex draft uh, over on Friday, like second, third la to last round, because he has been working with the ones. He can catch the football. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he projects as a three-down back, but I think he plays a big role if Zeke is out. So, you know, I wrote about him, too, as, you know, an undervalued running back a couple weeks ago. Obviously, now I haven't seen any other drafts, though, to see if he has moved up that far. I think it is a little bit of an over. Yeah, his ADP is 159, so this is clearly the highest he's gone. So I don't think you need to push him up this far. I definitely think this is a little bit of an overreaction, but at the same time, I do remember in a high stakes leagues in August last year, James Conner going to the draft around seven. I was like, "What?" And it worked out. So I don't think it, I don't think it ruins this draft because a lot of seventh round picks don't work out. Like you know, you could say, "Oh well, he could add Ingram," and we could look back on it and say, "Oh, that was terrible." So I, my guess is he didn't want to take a tight end that early. You know, Lamar Miller, Jordan Howard don't do anything for me. I mean, I do like you know Fitzgerald, QT, Marvin Jones could have taken there, but I don't think it will. I don't want to say it'll ruin his team. It's a seventh-round pick, but it's too early. You don't right. need to do that right now. We might get to this point in but two no, weeks. It's, look, it could be genius. It's not, so I just said to him, I don't know, ruin, but it's, it could be genius if, if it works out. All right, Jerry Bryan, our friend, Daily Double. Tyree Kill, Dalvin Cook, Marlon Mack, Julian Edelman, Cup, Christian Kirk, Engram, Geis, Deshaun Jackson, Justin Jackson, Wentz, Deshaun Hamilton, Winston, Duke Johnson, Herndon, Foreman. I think Jerry slayed this draft, dude. Yeah, I like it a lot. And, you know, I might have taken Cooper over Mac, but I understand it. Mac, to me, gets hurt in a PPR a little bit, but he's your RB, too. Like, I don't think he has the huge ceiling unless they start throwing him the ball more, and I don't know if that's going to happen. So let me ask you this. Would you rather be Cooper and James White or Mac and Edelman? Uh, probably Mac and uh, probably Mac and Edelman. So that's it's what close, it did. Though. That's it's what it close. did. It's close. It's close. I can't blame him for Mac and Edelman. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I, can't. I mean, Mac to get your RB two in late round three because he's a guy that can score ten to twelve touchdowns. It's a great offensive line. You hope that luck is fine. So I don't have an issue with it. And you know, he either is not high on Cooper or he said, you know what? I know I'm going to get the receivers I want in the next three rounds, and it worked out because look at you know Edelman, oh, Edelman, Cup, and Kirk. Edelman oh. has such a high floor, man. Like he and I wrote about it, uh, him versus Diggs. That article you check it out on fulltimefantasy.com. I think everyone's inclination is Diggs immediately, but Edelman, with no Gronk and the lack of receivers they have, he just is going to get so many targets. Now he's he's not a double digit touchdown guy, so it. But, but I think he if I'm trying to read his mind, Tyree Kill huge ceiling. So now you put Edelman with a high floor, it works well. And then you get Cup, who has also a high floor that actually could score a decent amount of touchdowns because Goff looks at him in the red zone. And then Kirk, obviously, immense upside if that offense clicks like many envision. All right, let's get to Team 10. Thomas Beckham Cooper, Henry Jeffrey Carson, Deshaun Watson, Marvin Jones, LaShawn McCoy, Hooper, Hines, I, I I like it, Adam. I don't know if I love it. I think I like Thomas Beckham, Cooper, and Henry. I'm, right. I'm all in. I'm, yeah. I'm all in. Jeffrey, I don't love Jeffrey. Carson, I like Carson. Marvin Jones, I'm down on Marvin Jones. LaShawn McCoy. I think there's like good, but a lot of bad here. 
Yeah, it's mixed for me as well. Like I, I like you know I like Carson in round six. I mean I know they have talked about using Carson and Penny both more in the passing game, specifically Carson. It comes down to health for Carson. If he's healthy, he's going to produce. I mean he was really good last year. Uh, he's slipping a little bit too far to get him in round six. Uh, again, the biggest question for me with Seattle is, is their defense good enough that they can employ their run-first heavy offense? And I'm not sure. I think this could be a team that Russell Wilson's going to have to pass more. I know he hasn't done it, but I think that could shift. Watson is always the conundrum there. We talked about this. So let's look. It's round seven. Do you see players you would take instead of Watson there? Probably, right? Fitzgerald. I, I mean, he did I, have four receivers, though. So... You lock up your flex. Do you want to do that there? I mean, Fitzgerald, Watson is, look, it's not a bad pick, but what I think what I'd rather do is maybe I'd go Kiki Kuti and hope that Watson made it back to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, most people that. won't take a quarterback in this league. Most people won't. So why not take another good position player and get him on the way back? I hate Marvin Jones. I'd much rather Kuti and Watson. Yeah, I mean – Watson could have made it back. We don't know. Maybe one of those teams on the turn would have taken him. Um, you don't know that. But, yeah, it's just knowing the format. Uh, I, I don't want to draft McCoy this year. I would have taken Ingram, by the way. Uh, had had I, Ingram lasted to him, I would have taken Ingram. See where McCoy went? I would have taken Latavius Murray. Easy. Not even a question. I would have taken Latavius Murray around eight. I, I can't believe Latavius Murray went around ten. It's thievery. Yeah, I, 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 I think McCoy may be one of the dumbest picks in the history of fantasy football. Look, here's the thing. If Buffalo really believed in LaShawn McCoy, why are they drafting Singletary? Why are they bring in Gore? Why are they bring in Yeldon? Right. What does that I mean, tell you? Again, it's the most expensive you, guy. Just move him. I, so I would move him now. It wasn't even good last year. I know the offense was a disaster and they had injuries on the line, but he's, you know, 30, what, 30, 31, a lot of 31, wear and tear. Yeah. yeah, I just, I'm not taking him. All right, here's another team 11 Julio Jones, Kelsey Kittle, Galladay, Tariq Cohen, Dante Pettis, Lamar Miller, Kiki Kuti. Samuels, Murray, Josh Gordon, Madison Hill, Russell Wilson. So I have some issues with this team. I don't think Russell Wilson is good enough to win. Your receivers are actually good. Jones, Galladay, Pettis, Kuti are good. Kelsey and Kittle are fantastic. I just think the running backs, man, Cohen, Miller, Samuels, Murray, Madison. And I just would have liked one guy who I trusted. One. If this guy has one running back, I like this team better. You don't think you can win with Russell Wilson? Why? I like Russell Wilson, but I don't think there's enough volume with Russell Wilson. But it, I, I agree with you, but to go back to my point I just said, a lot of that is based because Seattle has been able to keep the game close. Do you th I, I think this defense has issues, man. You know? I, but this is a t See, here's the pro thing. You know they want to run the football. They've said they want to run the football. They don't have great receivers. I, I like Wilson. I do, but I just think, is he going to throw for 4,500 yards? He always but he always does it with little, man. That's the thing. Like, I, I was kind of on your side, but the more I look at this, I'm like, I just, I think the pass, he threw 553 pass attempts two years ago. I think he could go back to that. I don't see, 427 is insanely low. I just don't think that their defense is good enough. Adam, he and, didn't even and, hit 3,500 yards last year. And he had 35 touchdowns. <laughs> so, so, and, and on 420, and, 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 427 attempts. I know, but it's not going to be that low again. Yeah, but look, here's the thing, Doc, with the, the low pass attempts. Remember, he's been under 502 of the last four years. He has at least 34 touchdown passes in three of the last right. four years. I'll give him another 100 attempts this year. How about 527? 
and I'll give him another five, so and I'll give him another I'll give him 4000 yards. Uh, how about that? I'll give him 4000 yards. Is he going to throw for 34 touchdowns again? All right, I'll give him 32. Is he going to run for 500 yards anymore or is he running less? Does no, it really feel like he's it. running less? Well, he had 355 last year, which was his uh, highest mark since uh, oh no, wait, that's not the that's the I was looking he at the 376 day. last year. Yeah, which is fine though. It's still it's a lot more than, you know, some other running quarterbacks who don't run. Look, I, I don't dislike Wilson. I, I mean, I just want somebody else with Wilson. Give me Wilson and Lamar. Give me Wilson and Dak. Give me Wilson and Roethlisberger. Just give me another guy with Wilson in case he's got some tough matchup. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's it's we're not doubting Wilson's talent at all. It's just you're trying to project how the Seattle offense is going to look. I know they want to run the football a ton. So, so let me ask you this question: They're playing, the They're playing the Cardinals. They're playing the Cardinals. They're playing the Cardinals. Shootout, bro. That's or are they going to run against them because the Cardinals don't have good run defense? Yeah, but if Seattle, if Arizona's putting up points on them, they're going to be forced to play. Uh, they're going to be forced to pass the ball to to keep up. Right, but my point is, we don't know if Arizona's run defense sucks. Chris Carson may run for two hundred thirty-two yards that game. Uh, it's possible. And then if Arizona comes down and scores quick. But, but I don't see. But what, you know what I have in my voice here? Uncertainty. I like certainty. I know Matt Ryan's going to throw the football. I know Carson Wentz is going to throw the football. Yeah, but those guys went before him. I know. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I like Russell Wilson. I love him as a player. I love him as a player. And if I was an owner, I'd want him as my quarterback. So, okay. Yeah, Wilson, fantasy. Wilson went as the 12 QB after. It was Roethlisberger, Cam, and Dak. Who are you taking? I would probably have taken Trubisky in round 15 and gone Wilson Trubisky. Oh, okay. So I don't need Darwin Thompson. I just want somebody with Wilson so I could have a choice think, to make. I think Thompson's a fine pick there, man. I think he could work his way into some touches. Uh, again, uh, if you heard Andy Reid speak, uh, he did not exactly give Damian Williams a vote of confidence. Yeah. He talked like <laughs> it's know. a committee again. I know. All right, we'll review to Team 12 when we return right after this. not hear you from the nfl to the nba dailyrodo.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy you can get the best dfs nfl coverage all season long for a price of 129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the elite package at 59.99 per month if you use the promo code fntsy you get 10 percent off your daily roto package go to dailyrodo.com pick your nfl or elite package enter promo code fntsy and you'll be on your way to becoming the next daily roto millionaire I can, and we're back. Full-time fantasy, Ronas. I got to get through this last game. Team 12 takes Juju, Gurley, Devonta Freeman, Josh Jacobs, Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, Jordan Howard, Larry Gerald, Andrew Luck. Oh, my God. Between Luck and Gurley and the injury of Fuller and Howard, I don't know if I'm like this. I don't know if I like this team too much. Yeah, again, I'm not taking Gurley first pick of round two. Good luck to those that do. Uh, Howard, I don't like. He's very touchdown dependent. We could see Sanders to pass him. Don't expect him to catch many passes. Uh, Reed and Rudolph as a tight end combo. Look, 
I don't know. Look, it's hard to criticize Reed. It's 18 tight end off the board around 13. We've just kind of been through this road so many times. I mean, he played 13 games last year. I know they don't have any weapons in that offense. I haven't taken him yet. Would you take him as the 18 tight end around 13 if you wait that long? No, you know I hate him like poison. I hate him. I hate who would him. You, so who would you take? Reed, Graham, Daryl Walker, Graham, w- w- Walker, Waller. 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 Yeah, I'd even Herndon take Herndon. Be, yeah, Herndon take Herndon. Wait four weeks. Yeah. But, yeah, you can you can do that. If you're going to take two tight ends in a four-way like this and you get Herndon in round 15 as a 21, you could wait on him. I think sure. in a 16-round draft, I only want to – I preferably want to take one. I kind of don't want to lock up that second tight end. So, I think again, Herndon's a Herndon. really smart pick, smart pick somewhere between 14 and 16 in our draft. Yeah, because I think he's going to play a big role in the offense when he returns. I mean, we saw it last year, so – uh, Quincy Anua I saw left with an injury yesterday too. Um, that's a thing too. Well, which I, th- I mean, Herndon really clicked with Donald. He really clicked with him. Yeah. So the suspension definitely hurts, but to take him in those rounds, certainly as your tight end too, you can wait it out. Four games, yeah. not not that big of a deal for a tight end. And Adrian Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, I don't want two guys close to my age on us. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. Yeah, Peterson, 34 <laughs> years old, man. I mean, look, he did it last year, and I doubted him, but uh, I can't rely on it again. All right, who's coming up in hour number two? We got Sean Childs from uh, Full-Time Fantasy coming up at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I love talking to Sean. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Enjoy the football tonight. Preseason starts. Keep it right here for another hour of Full-Time Fantasy with Adam Ronas. And you know we'll be back? We'll be back right after this. 